Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for a very special noon Let's Ride podcast. It's Friday. I'm going to deliver the show, and it is actually 1 o'clock in the morning, Friday morning, on the East Coast as I record this. It has been a crazy whirlwind day. This evening has just been a giant blur. Uh, I had a lot of fun on Twitter as I was with a lot of my ride-or-die crew, watching the first round, commenting on it. You know me if you follow me on Twitter. I love to use the GIFs and stuff like that. I was having a blast just communicating with everybody on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. You can follow me on Twitter. But still, it was just a lot of fun, and I'm watching this draft board. And and that's kind of where we're going to go with this, okay? Uh, I'm just going to kind of go off the cuff about the Steelers taking... Najee Harris running back out of Alabama and so we're watching how this draft board starts to kind of unfold if you're like me you listen to a lot of the experts if you want to call them experts you listen to a lot of the pundits out there that are saying that certain players are going to be gone here and certain players are going to be gone there so I used this example a couple weeks ago and I started to do these draft breakdowns, and I talked about these on, on my Let's Ride podcast before. And I started to talk about how I was really getting angry and frustrated with people saying, oh, Christian Derrissaw is not going to be there at 24. And I was like, well, what if he is? 
you know, I know what you're saying, and I understand that he's a considered a top talent at tackle, but what if he is available at 24? I brought up David DeCastro because he was supposed to be like a top 12 guy, and he ends up going to the Steelers in, in at pick number 24 out of Stanford. And so we're watching this, and it's incredible. Like Alex Leatherwood, who was considered a day two pick, gets taken in the first round. And then you're watching some of these other picks, and you're thinking, wow, Darisaw's sliding. Tevin Jenkins hasn't been picked. And you're you're like, well, oh my gosh, like, this is incredible. I can't believe some of these players, and it's not just those two. Some of these players are, are slipping. JOK, the dynamic, really athletic linebacker from Notre Dame, he's falling. Everyone had him taken like shortly after uh, Michael Parsons. Now, Zayvon Collins did go to Arizona, so he was off the board. But suddenly, at a time when everyone thought the Pittsburgh Steelers were only going to have a choice between the three running backs, we're talking about Harris, Najee Harris, Etienne, Travis Etienne from Clemson, and Javante Williams, they had a ton of options. They had the option for JOK, Darius out of Virginia Tech, Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State, and then they they still had those three backs. And so it was really crazy, and I'm not saying it was bad. I don't want to say I don't want people to think that was a bad thing, but it was really crazy to watch all this unfold, and as a fan base, everyone's thinking, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with these options? And the Steelers did not waste time turning in their cards saying, we want our guy. This is our guy. We This is the guy we want. We're going to take him. This is the guy we want. And they took Najee Harris. They did not delay getting their draft card turned in. It seemed like everything that was written, I can't believe it. It was true. All these people, all these outlets that said, Harris to the Steelers, book it. That's it. That's the pick. And I was the guy that was like, yeah, I get what they're saying, but what if it doesn't pan out that way? Well, like the New York Jets were supposed to be interested in a running back. Well, they trade up in the draft and take a guard uh, with the Vikings, and so then the Vikings go to 23. The minute the Miami Dolphins, their second first-round pick, they don't take a running back, and so all of a sudden, running backs are all available, and they take Najee Harris. And if there has been any interesting aspect of this whole draft prep, it has been how polarizing, not just Najee Harris, but the running back position has been amongst the Steelers fan base. And I, I use the word polarizing on purpose. It literally has two fractions. It has cut this fan base almost directly down the middle. Those that want the running back and those that want Najee Harris and then the other side, those that think the offensive line is the more important uh, part of this whole scheme and the offense and that they need to focus, they being the Steelers, need to focus on the line before they focus on any specific ball carrier. And so once the pick was made, and I had to tell my people on Twitter, look, I got to go. There's work to be done. I got to go record other podcasts. I got to record Let's Ride. I got to write articles. I got to do all this stuff. I got to go. And so I, I got off Twitter, but you could just feel in the live chat when we did our live show on YouTube and on Facebook Live, and it's it's on our audio side. You can listen to it if you haven't yet. All these comments on on the live chat are just really just going like crazy. They're some are super excited and some are furious. It's crazy. It's literally like you cut the fan base in half. That's exactly what it feels like. And so as I right after the pick, and I'm, I know I'm kind of explaining my night. And that's I, I apologize about that, but that's kind of getting me to the crux of this podcast. So 
right when the pick's made, I have to go on SB Nations doing a live stream for their NFL podcast. And so they wanted me to come on after the pick to talk about the selection. And so I go on there and I'm talking to a couple other podcasters about the pick. I wasn't that crazy about it at the time. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, we want to bring in two other guests to talk about the Steelers pick. These are Ravens fans. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I, I live in Maryland, you know? Like, I live here in this state where I have to deal with these jack wagons every flipping day. And now they're bringing two of these people onto this podcast. Now, thankfully, they were very level-headed. They actually were kind of upset that the Steelers took Harris because they thought that Harris was like the best back in the in the draft and they didn't want to see the Steelers get a really good running back. They think that's not going to be uh, you know, beneficial to them being the AFC North Division rival. But by the time I finished that podcast with them, and it wasn't long. I was only on for a few minutes and then they were moving on, getting the next group in to talk about their picks, etc. I was kind of warming up to the pick. I was kind of warming up to the pick. And it's easy as a fan to get kind of down and to kind of say, wow, man, what's, what is that? Like Najee Harris, like really, we could have gotten all these other players and that's who they take. And here's my message for this podcast, at least in the first segment. If you want to be critical of the Steelers, you can be critical of the Steelers. If you want to be critical of the decision that was made and the pick that was made, You can be critical of that, but you cannot, you cannot, in my opinion, you cannot be critical of Najee Harris as a running back because you haven't seen him play a snap of football as a professional. Not one. So if you're going to sit there and say Najee Harris stinks, he's not going to be any good. How in the world can you say that? How can anyone about any of these prospects that were picked on Thursday, that are going to be picked on Friday, that are going to be picked on Saturday, and that are going to go undrafted on Sunday, out of all these players, how can anyone in their right mind criticize someone for what they are going to be? We don't know. We don't know. If you're a fortune teller, if you can read into the future, please tell me the next time the Steelers win a Super Bowl. I'd love to know. I would love to know. But in the meantime, if you want to be critical, make sure your criticism is put in the direct place. Hear me out. If you want to be critical of the Steelers choosing to go with a running back when there were other talented players like JOK, like Tevin Jenkins, still available, have at it. You can criticize Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan, Art Rooney II until you are blue in the face because that's a decision that was made that can be second-guessed. Just like when Mike Tomlin chose not to, uh, no, I'm sorry, when he chose to punt the ball in the playoffs and not go for it on fourth down, that is a decision that can be criticized immediately. Criticizing Najee Harris as a player cannot be criticized yet. I'll go as far as saying this I don't even think the 2020 NFL draft class of Chase Claypool, of Alex Highsmith, Kevin Dotson, um, Alec, uh, Anthony McFarland. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Uh, Antoine Brooks Jr. and Carlos Davis. I got them all, all six of them. I don't think you can even criticize them as players yet. Yeah, you might say, well, Anthony McFarland, he's not what I thought he was. Did he really get a good chance? Did he really get a shot? 
You understand that sometimes players take years to develop. Sure, there are those players that come into the NFL and they just go right away, and they're awesome, but that's rare. That is rare. I'll give you an example. Look at Cam Hayward. First-round draft pick out of Ohio State. It took Cam a couple years before he started to get it. And so with some of these players, like I said, I'm not comfortable even grading even the 2019 draft class because some players, it might take them most of their rookie contract until they really start to turn it on. That's just the way that it works. And so there are people on social media. There's people that were in the live chat. There's people on Facebook. There's people everywhere criticizing Harris as a player. And again, I say, how? How can you criticize him as a player? You can't, not in my opinion, because you're only going to be comparing him to college football. That's not the same. Now, if he goes out there and he fumbles the ball all over the place, and he's missing assignments, and he can't pass block, and he's dropping passes. You can be critical of that, but not right now. He hasn't done it yet. So if you're going to be critical of the Steelers, and if you're going to be critical of the pick at 24 in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft, please make sure you're being critical of the right people, and you're not being critical of those that maybe shouldn't deserve criticism right now and I by by that I mean the players the players now I want to give my thoughts on this pick because I know a lot of people are going to ask Jeff what did you think about the pick when the pick was first made I did not necessarily think that going with a running back was the best decision for the Steelers I started to find myself as the draft was going on as I'm sorry as the draft prep was happening I tended to find myself leaning more towards the you have to fix the offensive line group more so than you need the star running back group. But I tried to keep an open mind. Tevin Jenkins was there. I would have loved to get that. Boy, is he a mauler. And it's fun to watch him block, run block. He buries people. I thought it would have been great to get JOK. That is, he is a dynamic playmaker. I mean... You put him next to Devin Bush or anywhere on the defense, and you're not going to miss Mike Hilton as much. You're not going to sometimes miss Steven Nelson. You're going to give players like Minka Fitzpatrick a chance to kind of roam more. I saw a tremendous amount of value in some of those players. And then there's some, myself included, that said Creed Humphrey, who's a center from Oklahoma, maybe they take him in the first round because, they, boy, do they need a center. Boy, do they need a center. But the Steelers ended up going with Najee Harris. They ended up going with Najee Harris. And so I understood that the value wasn't necessarily what I thought it should be. But at the same time, can anyone say that this isn't an an immediate upgrade? Can anyone say that this player isn't going to come in and actually help this team in year one? If they would have drafted Tevin Jenkins, would he have come in and started? I don't think he would have. I really don't. He has issues in his game. He does. And there's a reason why he wasn't drafted in the first round. He has, when it comes to pass blocking, he struggles a little bit. He is a run blocker. Absolutely a run blocker. But in pass protection, a little bit of struggles there. We'll put it that way. Okay, I think Najee Harris is what the Steelers wanted. Not from a positional standpoint, but they wanted a player that's going to come in on day one and he is going to play. He's going to play. That's what they need. They need guys that are going to contribute now. 
if you're going to try to capitalize on Ben Roethlisberger's last year or years of his career, you need players that are not projects. That's I've said that for weeks. You need players that are not projects. You need players that are going to come in and be players from day one. And you know what? Harris is that guy. Was Jenkins that guy? I don't think so. Was JOK that guy? I'm not even sure. I think he would have been great, but he'd have to find they'd have to find a role for him. He's not uh, JOK in that defense for the Steelers is not going to be an every down linebacker. Najee Harris can be a three down back. If they decide that they are just he's your bell cow running back, go for it. They can do that from the moment he puts on a black and gold helmet. They can do that. And so that's what the Steelers got, a day one ready player. And now they turn their attention to day two. What do they need to do in day two? Who should they be looking at? What position should they be targeting? I'm going to talk about that in the second segment. I'll be right back right after this break. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. It is Friday morning at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm here with you all for this Friday podcast. I'm a little delirious. I've been up for a long time, but here we are. I'm not going to let down my Ride or Die crew. No way. Not going to do it. Even though this is going to go out at noon, uh, I really hope that you all enjoy it. I hope you all have a great weekend planned. Hope you had a great week, and I hope you're sitting back and enjoying some of the NFL draft coverage with us at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And remember, wherever you get your podcasts, in case you just happen to stumble upon this show, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, follow, whatever. We're everywhere. Search Steelers, Behind the Steel Curtain, and follow us. All right. So we talked about Najee Harris, and we're going to continue to talk about Najee Harris, and there's a lot of good to talk about, and I'm sure there's going to be some criticisms of the pick and criticisms of him as a player, and there's going to be film rooms and breakdowns and analysis. But what about Friday? What about the weekend? What about Saturday? Where should the Steelers be turning their attention now? They got the running back. Where do they go now? This isn't an easy question. This is a question where you have to really think, what are the team needs? So I said this in the first segment, and I'll say it again. The Steelers need players that can come in and play now, not later, now. And that even means, and think back to last week, or maybe it was even earlier this week, where I talked about the baseball analogy with the NFL draft. You need home runs, you need some doubles, and if you finish up with some singles, you'll be fine. That's a good draft class. I think Najee Harris can be a home run. I really do. And so they need to get some doubles at least in this on, on day two. That's a really important. Rounds two and three. You need to hit some doubles. You got to get some doubles. String together some hits. So let's look at positional needs. Center. 
that is the top of my list for so many reasons. But center, because at center, with Marquise Pouncey gone, you have J.C. Hasnauer, B.J. Finney. It's just so thin at center. You need to get a center. And I would be stunned, absolutely floored, if they don't get a center in on day two. I wanted to say round two. I really did. I was That was on the tip of my tongue to say they need to get a center in round two. But at 55, which is where they pick in the second round, I just am asking myself if, if Creed Humphrey is gone, if someone else takes him, Landon Dickerson's there, and there's other centers as well, but are you going to take that risk? That's a big risk. Landon Dickerson's a good player, but he's also injury prone and he's coming off an injury. Cornerbacks a need. Need cornerback. Uh, co- I'm sorry, center. You need a center. But, but what I just said is my next position cornerback. You need your cornerback. The Steelers, yeah, I mean, some fans, I feel like they're delusional. They, they want to say, like, I don't think they need a cornerback early because, you know, you got Cam Sutton coming back. They do. You still have Joe Hayden. I understand that. You lose Mike Hilton. Well, we got Pierre. James Pierre can do that. Okay. What about now? Like, what are you doing with Sutton? Like, is Sutton just going to be your dime guy? Is he going to be your versatile guy? Is he going to be your outside cornerback? And who's going to fill in for Hilton? Can Pierre do all of that? I'm not so sure. So they need to get some cornerback depth. Like a guy like Asante Samuel Jr. still out there. I think he's going to have to be a second-round pick, though. Got to be honest. Um, there's some other players out there that they could take. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have to look at cornerback early on day two. Now, it doesn't have to be round two, but they have to get a cornerback. Now, when you get into day three, there's still a tremendous amount of value at positions the Steelers should target. You know, you, you talk about... The other two, in case maybe you don't get a center, in case maybe you don't get a cornerback, you could still target those players and those positions in day three. Are you going to get immediate players to play right away? Probably not. Are you going to get your doubles if we're still using the baseball analogy? Probably not. But that doesn't mean you're not going to get good quality players that can round out a depth chart. So center, cornerback, that's obvious. Tight end, maybe. If there's a player that they really like, maybe tight end. I hate this tight end class. I just have to be honest. I can't stand it. I don't think this is a, I don't want them to draft a tight end. I really don't. Unless it's uh, uh, Fryermuth or wherever you say his name from Penn State. And even then, if they were to get him in the second or third, I'm going to look at that pick and say, boy, they could have gotten someone else that could have helped a lot more. You also look at positions like inside linebacker. Could use a depth piece there. Definitely pass rusher. Someone to help out TJ Watt. Someone to help out Alex Highsmith. You could even go as far as saying, you know, you can look at um, offensive tackle, obviously. I don't know if they go with quarterback. There's a lot of folks that were thinking Kyle Trask. I'm not sure about him at all. I don't know. They, they just, the Steelers on day one of the draft, on round the day of round one, they announced that they signed Mason Rudolph to an extension. He's going to be with the Steelers now through to the 2022 season. It's an insurance policy. That's what the Steelers do. They always have insurance policies. When you think about Joe Haig, where they signed him from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they brought him in because he's an insurance policy. In case they don't get a tackle, he's someone that can be that swing tackle and back up. So they have options still. I think that now that the running back has been taken, 
the door is pretty wide open after you get past cornerback and center. They need a wide receiver too. I mean, next season, think about it this way. Do you really think they're going to keep James Washington after his rookie contract? And if the answer to that is yes, I disagree. But if the answer to that is no, are they going to sign Juju Smith-Schuster to another contract? Let's say Juju has a great year. Let's say in Matt Canada, he flourishes. He has a tremendous year. And all of a sudden, that down year in 2020 and the down year in 2019 are kind of a thing of the past. Everyone has thinking that Juju's back. He's going to be great. Well, guess what's going to happen? He's going to get a contract offer that's going to be something the Steelers cannot match. And because of that, he's going to go elsewhere. So who's on your depth chart then? Oh, and also Ray Ray McLeod is on a one-year deal. This will be his last year unless they sign him. So who's going to be your wide receivers? Deontay Johnson, who would be going into his final year of his rookie deal? Yes, he would still be there. Chase Claypool? Yes, he would still be there. That's it. That's it. Think about that, folks. They need to look at receiver. They need to look at, at adding a pass catcher. But regardless of what happens... I'm going to cut this a little bit short. I apologize. Um, there's a, we have a lot of work to do. I just want to make sure I get everything done. The one thing I want everyone to realize about this draft class is that even if a player is undrafted, doesn't mean that you should just kind of ignore them. Uh, the Steelers have turned a lot of undrafted players into starters or even seventh-round picks into starters. Think about someone like Kelvin Beecham, seventh-round pick. Ramon Foster, undrafted. Brett Kiesel, seventh-round pick. Um, James Harrison, we know his story. The Steelers have been known for a long time now to be able to take players that were kind of cast off, that were just kind of like, okay, all right, yep, okay, yeah, you're you're not that great. We're not going to draft you, or you're a seventh-round pick. You're just kind of like an undrafted free agent we didn't want someone else to get, so we just took you in the seventh round. And I think the Steelers have two seventh-round picks this year. So... Regardless of who gets picked, remember that the Steelers are a team that does not just kind of push these players to the side. They give them every opportunity to perform and every opportunity to prove themselves worthy. Think about Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton was an undrafted free agent out of Ole Miss. Didn't go to Pittsburgh. I believe he went to Jacksonville, and then he went to New England, and then finally finds his way to a reserve contract in Pittsburgh. Think about this. Everyone wrote this guy off. Teams did. Players, fans, they didn't even think twice about it. Mike Hilton, who? From Ole Miss? We were more worried about Sanquez Golson, the other Ole Miss cornerback who couldn't stay healthy, couldn't even get on the field. What happens? He ends up turning into a great cornerback for them. He has a real special niche with the team and turns it into a lucrative contract. Now, I know he went to the Bengals, and that's depressing as it is, but still you got to give him credit, and you got to give the Steelers organization some credit, too, for giving some of these players a legitimate shot. You know, I mean, I think also back to when Alejandro Villanueva, who played tight end at West Point, serves our country, does two tours in Afghanistan, comes back. The Philadelphia Eagles say, yeah, we'll give you a shot. You can play defensive tackle. It was essentially nothing more than a publicity stunt. They had articles in the paper. The Eagles organization looks great. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, look at the Eagles, what they're doing. That's so nice. It's a veteran. And it was great. I'm not saying anything about that. But also, they weren't really giving him a good good shot. It was the Steelers that took him and said, we want to turn you into a tackle. 
And that's when Tunch Ilkin started working with Alejandro Villanueva, and he started to really work on his hands and his technique. And he's turned it into a very great, a really good NFL career at left tackle. I mean, he was a tight end in college. The Eagles wanted to turn him into a defensive lineman. He turns into a starting left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So my point being here is that throughout this process, don't ever write any of these players off. You just don't know. Are the odds in their favor? No, they're not in their favor. A six-round pick, it's not in their favor. But when Vince Williams was picked out of Florida State, a lot of people probably wrote him off. I don't think they would now. When Antonio Brown was picked in the sixth round out of Central Michigan, a lot of people probably wrote him off. Don't think they would now. So keep this in mind as the NFL draft, the 2021 NFL draft continues to to unravel itself. I will be back on Monday to talk about all things Steelers, to really break down this draft class. I'm not sure how I'm going to approach it yet. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. You should be excited. I just hope that you're taking in everything that we're doing at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It's really special. This group that I have for writing and podcasting is a tremendous group. They do really, really great work, and they work really, really hard. So that I hope that you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs should be your one-stop shop. And wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do. Search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain so you don't miss a thing. Look, folks, it's late. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to bed. I'm going to be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. You know how we always finish it out. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. Najee Harris, baby. New running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.